Shinantag Bono Journe Buana Jurnata Hevativa Kohipua Tidi O Sawadi Gia Bom Wiendia Everyone, I'm your host Saloma Jacobs and I'm delighted to introduce you to my Into the Garden podcast that ethereal presence to feel ignited, relaxed, rejuvenated, moved and inspired. Tune in for a reflection on deep, insightful, delightful, inspired soul poetry. Connect with soul sisters popping in for soul poetry, couch talk, real life stories, testimonies, motivational inspirations, parables, interviews, up and coming events and much, much more. So pop on over for time out to relax, unwind and connect. Send a voice message. Invite a friend or two. Share and like this podcast on Facebook under Shasti Caesarea. Instagram, Into the Garden. That will inspire you to live your best life and become the best you. Super, sassy, vibrant you. Thank you for sharing, tuning in and popping on over for a delightful soul Poetry Soiree. Good afternoon and a hearty and friendly hello from me, Salome Jacobs, on this beautiful, peaceful, super soulful Sunday. So nice of you to join me once again. Yes, it's that time where you and I escape into that idyllic, serene, sublime, peaceful part in the garden to be received, to share and to be open to what is new a new beginning, a fresh start isn't it and I also want to share that on today's podcast is a beautiful inspiring inspirational word by none other Angela Morris and the title of the word today is in the midst of a storm so don't go away Make yourself at home in the company of Super Soulful Sunday. And the title of this short story is called The Sunset in Me. Now, who of you don't enjoy sunsets? Sunrises and sunsets. And I was looking at what is the meaning of the sunset. And if you and I look at Genesis, and thanks to Google, the Lord establishes an order for a new day, which begins with the new darkness. And it says here that we know this ending of one day and beginning of another as a sunset. And a beautiful sunset shows 
that promise that no matter what happened during the day, it concludes. And that is what this title is all about. The sunset in May. And I'm sure by now you know how much I love this idyllic Mediterranean village on this coastal part of Italy, up on the northern side of Italy, called Cinque Terre. I am mesmerized by this idyllic, idyllic, far-spread beauty of an island with rugged terrains, metallic turquoise, crystal waters, colourful homes, exotic flora and fauna and the beauty in the excelsior of Cinque Terre. There's an old saying that goes, red sails at night, sailors delight. This describes a beautiful sunset being the precursor of fine weather the very next morning. Just like new beginnings, a fresh start and a new page, a new canvas, a new episode or a new phase in your life that seems exciting, overwhelming, cherishing and nail-biting, especially before they begin. A beautiful sunset is like your and my honeymoon, start of something exciting, astronomical, beautiful, which can be your new job, relocating to a new place or country, a new relationship, a new marriage, having a baby or buying your first home. It's the beginning of your own personal sunrise and sunset entwined in one. Seeing various sunsets and sunrises in different places, each one different, prestige, pristine, surreal, each one their own message. Halloween in the new break of a brand new day. The influx of color-coding darkness, lasts moods to an ambience of picking one up from what has drawn you into healing, strengthening, meandering the promise that in your and my sunrise and sunset there is a breakthrough of indeed an unexpected promise. There is that promise that going through that dark time, that winter time, that desert time, that I thirst for you time, that where is God in my sunset time, that he is preparing you and me for a new phase of life, a new lease on life, a time of renewal, a time of healing and a time of much needed rest. For you and my soul can become so weary, so depleted, so neglected, so lost, but you and I are given this time to allow God to do what he does best. To work on your and my behalf during our sunsets and sunrises of red sails at night, sailors delight. There's something inspiring about sunsets. 
as I gaze above the horizon. It's not only an end today, but watch you when I have accomplished a time to rethink, dream big, contemplate, redefine your purpose, blow off steam, spend time with friends and loved ones. Watching the sun set takes me to inspiring words from an old soul who once told me how to be patient but to wait and wait some more. Well, my pondering led me to this discovery. Yes, patience is a virtue, as we all know, so here goes. Pay for pay perseverance, not giving up through difficulties. A for attitude, that change from morbid to gratitude. T for brighter tomorrows and God's grace bestowed so willingly. I for inspiration, that spark once given up to do things grudgingly. E for enlightenment, waiting upon God for his perfect will to lead me steadily. And for when to say no during your sunrise and sunset and allow the streams to flow. T for being true to who you are and thanking him for bringing you thus far. So practice being patient, I did, while graciously watching how slowly the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, to give you and I the promise that whatever your challenge, it's on God's watch that your breakthrough will come by a simple deed of whatever or however he bestows upon you and me his perfect grace so efficiently. So yes, you might think our lives are slow, but making impacts with time, as you and I move along. For when slow God is working behind the scenes for a brighter end and brighter tomorrow. So to the wise old soul I thank thee for helping me enhance to the promise that God is greater than he and me or the challenges I face so daily. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written the 12th of April 2018. And you know, the wise old soul happens to be my husband, Russell Jacobs, my moose, who has taught me to grow in patience. And believe you me, in the beginning it wasn't easy. Ask him. <laughs> he would tell me, be still, wait. Because the moment you and I rush, the end result is not good. But if we just leave it in God's hands and in God's timing, well, I can tell you, the end result is beautiful. It's so perfectly precision. Because then the details of this once complex challenge and situation is somewhat what you or I cannot even fathom. 
And when you and I go through something, it, it teaches you. It changes you. For the better and not for the worst. Because when you are in your winter season, when you're in your desert season, when you're in your drought season, when you're in that season where you just wait upon God, And that's all that you can do, is to weep before his mercy seat. Yes, so many of us, including myself, ask when, why, what? But being with this wise old soul, I'm slowly but surely learning how to grow in patience. And for that, I thank him for sharing his nuggets with me. And so today I am sharing that nuggets with you. And that's what this is all about where you learn and you hear true stories, inspirational stories, hurtful stories, but stories to uplift you, encourage you and to inspire you, to give you hope. And according to Lamentations 3, 22 verse, 24 I'm sorry the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end yes they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness the Lord is my portion says my soul therefore I will hope in him the sunset in me and the sunset in you but stay tuned and stay connected for there's more in store. This is my testimony, everybody. How God favored me in spite of my enemies. And if God did it for me, he'll do the same thing for you. Don't worry about your haters, your haters can't do nothing with you. Listen to these words.
Good morning, or is it good afternoon, or is it good evening? Either way, bless the name of the Lord. Today, if I had to give a title or a topic to what I'm about to share, it would be called In the Mist of a Storm. In the Mist of a Storm. John chapter 16, verse 33 says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Very comforting to know that in the midst of whatever we're going through, that the Lord Jesus himself will be there to walk us through. Now, there's a scripture I'd like to share with you. And this scripture comes from Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. And it says, But when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Just think about this. When you're going through a storm, God is not distant, nor is he uninvolved. He is with you, and he's working in your life for your good. Yesterday, during my devotional time with Rick Roaring, he's doing a series on uh, miracles. And he talked about walking through a storm or things that you can do during a storm. And I took those things to heart because I myself am now right in the middle of a personal storm. But let me share a few things with you, like five reasons to, you know, things that you should do when you're in the midst of a storm. 
Again, I said, when you're going through a storm, God is not distant. He's not involved. He is there. He's with you and he's working in your life for your good. I am a witness. Oftentimes it feels like God is distant. He's not there. He's not involved, but we have to believe and trust him. If you're in the middle, in the midst, beginning, end of a storm, wherever you are in a storm, if you feel like you're sinking in that storm, here are five things I want you to remember that God wants us to do in the midst of a storm. I had to take these things and apply these same five things and apply them to my life. So I want to share them with you. The first one, when you're in the middle, in the midst of a storm, have courage because Jesus is with you. His word said that in this world, you will have trouble. You will have tribulation, but be of good courage. Be in cur- Be of good cheer. Be encouraged. I have overcome the world. He's already promised that to us. So don't ever argue with fear. Now, isn't that interesting? Don't argue with fear. Just tell it where to go. Tell it to go talk to Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell that fear, get thee behind me, Satan. Tell that fear where to go. Number two, take a risk in faith. Now, that is easier said than done. When you're in the midst of a storm, take a risk in faith. Don't ask God to bless what you're doing. Instead, do what God is blessing. Ask him what he wants you to do and then be willing to do it with him. Not in your own strength, not on your own, but be willing to do it with him. So first, I want you to remember to have courage because Jesus is with you. And then the second thing I want you to remember is to take a risk in faith. Number three, stay focused on the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The moment you take your eyes off the Lord, you're going under. You are going under. Remember back in when I first read Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. But when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. If you focus on the winds and the waves and, you know, basically the circumstances that you're involved in, the circumstances that you're going through, you're going to sink just like Peter. That's why it's so important in the midst of a storm that you stay focused on Jesus. Number four, don't doubt. If you don't need great faith to make it through the storm in your life, if you if you think, let me back up. If you think you don't need great faith to make it through storms in your life, think twice. You need faith in the right person. Not faith in your book. Not faith in your friend. Not faith in the Whatever you're involved in, but your faith must lie in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the fifth one, in the midst of a storm. Sometimes this this one is very difficult. It says, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I have a, a journal that I write in. And on the front of that journal, this is what it says. 
In happy moments, praise God. In hard moments, seek God. In quiet moments, trust God. And in every moment, thank God. So when you're in the midst of a storm, remember to praise God. Even in the storm, when you feel like you're sinking, even when you're scared to death, praise him anyway. Praise him all the time, thanking God in the middle of the storm. So let me ask you this question. What storm is scaring you right now? What storm is sinking you? Why do you think God is letting you go through this storm? Think about it. He's letting you go through this storm for the same reason he sent his disciples into the storm. He wants you to know I, the great I am, I am all you need. I can handle everything. Bring it to me. And I'll come walking in on the very thing that scares you the most. Now, I'm not asking you to come to me. I'm coming to join you. Hallelujah. If you feel like you're sinking today, don't fear. Just call out to Jesus and he promises he'll find, you'll find he's with you every step of the way. Now, earlier I talked about being in the midst of a personal storm. I'm trusting and I'm believing God to bring me through. On Wednesday, today is now Friday, but on Wednesday, I received a very, very disturbing phone call. And I know the enemy wanted to rattle me because it was really a matter of life or death, this particular situation. The individual was so upset. When I say she was on 10, or maybe she was on 100. And she was so upset and she wanted me to do something about that situation that she was you know, sharing with me. And I'm just listening with her and I'm trying my very best to remain calm. And I told her, just calm down, calm down. Well, she didn't want to hear that. She told me that if I didn't do something, that she was going to take matters into her own hands. You see, she was trying to force my hand. I had not even had time to even take it before the Lord. She wanted me to make an, a right now, right then decision. And she wanted me to move ahead of God. She didn't ask me, why wasn't I moving on the matter? I simply said to her, I believe and trust God. Her response was, well, we have different beliefs. I knew then that I had to go to God in prayer. So at that moment, I'm in a restaurant now. So at that moment, I texted a prayer warrior friend of mine. All I said was, this, these were the exact words that I texted her. I said, pray, please join me in praying in the spirit. I will fill you in later. I needed the back up to the throne of grace and mercy. I told the enemy he had to back up and take his hands off the situation because God was in control. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to know that God canceled the assignment of the devil that night. Hallelujah. God moved in that situation and he was praised and glorified. Is the storm still happy? Yes, the storm is still there. I'm sitting quiet, quietly before him, asking him for wisdom, asking him for direction, asking him for my next steps. 
So that's why it's so important to remember these five things. Now, granted, there are more, but there are five key things you want to remember when you're in the midst of a storm. And the first one was have courage because Jesus is with you. Number two, take a risk in faith and believing the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Number three, stay focused on Jesus. He is the great I am. He said that we can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help us in the time of need. Stay focused on Jesus. Number four, don't doubt. Don't waver. Don't doubt. And number five, to praise God in the midst of the storm. I told you about my journal and on the front of my journal, I periodically like to say these words to myself. And it says, in happy moments, praise God. In hard moments, seek God. In quiet moments, trust God. In every moment, thank God. So you see, I am so thankful for God's love and his grace and mercy towards me. Be encouraged because he has overcome the world. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Cry. 
in God's hand Then today I tell you your mountains have to disappear Come on and stay with God In spite of what you see or feel couple have been married for over 10 years without any child and it was becoming their 11th year. Steve and Sarah stayed with each other and greatly hoped that they will have a child before their 11th year of marriage runs out because they were under persuasion from friends and family members to get a divorce. But they didn't let go because of the strong bond of love between them. Months passed and one day while Dave was returning from work, he saw his wife walking down the road with a man. The man had his arms around her neck and they looked very happy. For over a week he saw the same man with his wife at various places and one evening while Dave was returning from work he saw the man drop her off at the house after giving her a kiss on the cheek. 
Day was angry and sad, but he didn't speak of it with his wife. Two days later, after a hectic day at work, Dave was taking water with a glass jug from the dispenser when the phone rang. He picked it up and the person said, Hello dear, I'll be coming to your house this evening to see you as promised. Dave hung up the phone. It was a male voice and he was sure the person was the man he had always seen his wife with. He suddenly became shaky with the thought that he has lost his wife to another man. The glass jug fell from his hand and shattered into pieces. His wife came running into the room asking, is everything okay? In anger, he gave his wife a push and she fell. She wasn't moving or getting up. Dave then realized that she fell where he broke the glass jug. A large piece of glass had pierced her. He felt her breath, pulse and heartbeat, but there she lay lifeless. In a total confusion, he saw an envelope in her hand. He took it, opened it and was shocked by its content. It was a letter. It read, My loving husband, words cannot express how I feel, so I had to write it down. I have been going to see a doctor for over a week and I wanted to be sure before I give you the news. The doctor confirmed it that I am pregnant with a twin and our baby is due two months from now. The same doctor is my long lost brother whom I lost contact with after our marriage. He has promised to take care of me and our baby and give us the best without collecting a dime. He also promised to have dinner with us today. Thanks for staying by my side, your loving wife. The letter fell from his hand. There was a knock at the door and the same man he had seen with his wife came in and said, Hello Dave, I suppose I'm right? I am Max, the brother of your wife. Suddenly Max noticed his sister lying in a pool of her blood. He rushed her to the hospital and she was in a coma. She had lost her twins. We should not be too quick to take unnecessary actions in our relationship or marriage, shouldn't we? When we haven't questioned our partner or spouse on what we saw or heard about them. We all have our faults. We shouldn't be too fast to point a finger. We shouldn't be too fast to judge a book by its cover. We shouldn't be too fast to just throw stones. You know, not everything you or I say or hear or believe about someone is true. There are two sides to a story. In fact, I say there are three sides to a story. Mine, yours and God's. Always learn to control yourself. Under any condition, under any circumstance, 
under any situation irrespective of what you have seen or heard or think what you have seen or heard trust me i know i thank you for staying tuned and staying connected on this beautiful super soulful sunday thank you to each and every one of you out there for tuning in and staying connected thank you for your messages it's nice to know that you are out there and that you are enjoying into the garden as much as we enjoy telling stories sharing our stories and I'd like to say thank you to Angela Morris for the beautiful inspiring inspirational word in the midst of a storm so until next time until we meet again same time same place you know where to find me every Sunday on Super Soulful Sunday, yes, into the garden. And you can find the podcast as well on my Facebook page, Shasti Cesaria, and Instagram, into the garden 2021. And you are most welcome to tune in to Von Dot Radio, the Voice Over Nations radio station, where I am on every Wednesday and Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. with inspirational words and motivation, as well as soul poetry. So from my heart to your heart, may you have a promise-filled week. And as the sun sets, may your sun rise. Be promising. Expectant. for this brand new week. So take care until we meet again, same time, same place, right here on this beautiful, pristine, idyllic refuge of into the garden and super soulful Sunday. And who knows? Cinque Terre.